Hey world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Jenty Show. Broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Jenty Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Welcome to the Beyond the Game podcast on Fishbowl Radio. My name is Jamie. Welcome. It's Tuesday, August 29th in 2023. It's, it's 29th, right? Yes. Yeah, sorry, guys. I've been uh, out of it for the last week or so. I've been in, in, in Denver. Um, <laughs> um, I had a podcast conference last week, so that's why I wasn't here physically. Maybe you heard a repeat. Of this episode, maybe you did and maybe you didn't. I know you did. I know you did because I because uh, I got a text. But anyways, but that wasn't me. That was my previous episode from last week. I can't remember what y'all played, but <laughs> it played. So last week I was out, and there was no way I couldn't do this live. I mean, I. There was, but I said, you know what? Let me focus on my networking and focus on getting my ish together. That means going there and learning from the best, right? And, you know, I got there, right? I haven't flew in 11 years, okay? When I first got there, I said, okay, I'm going to wait till I get my hotel. And I got there too early, guys. I got there at 7 o'clock Denver time on Monday, last Monday. And so, but the thing did not start to like 3 o'clock or 7 o'clock that night. So I could have just scheduled the flight a little later than usual. Next year, I'll schedule it later than usual. No, now, now that I know the time of everything moving forward. So... I was in the airport. I waited like eight for like seven and a half hours to get my hotel and all that stuff. Because again, I scheduled it later out, later out. So you can't get your hotel. You can't get inside your hotel to three o'clock that day. So I said, you know what? Let me wait for a little bit and all that stuff. I got to the hotel. I checked in, but I did not. I did not go to the hotel they offered. Well, not not offered, but like they were. I, well, a little bit of offer. It was a lot. So I said, you know what? Let me stay away. Let me stay 20 minutes away and go to this hotel here, this crappy hotel that was really crappy and really annoying. And I will not make the same mistake again next year. Next year, I will be out on campus all the damn time. I will. I will. And, then we, and, and I'm going next year. Because that was a great experience. So everything I learned from monetization, monetization was key. Monetization was the key word for everybody. When you see, when I went there, when I tell y'all, no one had a, a full time job. Nobody, nobody had a full time job, and they were doing this on the side. Everybody made podcasting their full time career. Everybody. That's why you always see the the people get on stage and and talk about their experiences and try to help others 
take their game further down the road. And so, and so that's that was that was that's what I experienced. So I experienced a lot of people doing this, and then I only experienced one person that had a job, but did this on the side. So she she's kind of like in the same boat as me, that person. So I was like, okay. And I made a lot of contacts, guys. Let me tell you something. Networking is the best. You get to drink, you get to eat, you get to do all the things. You get to network with the best people possible. And I networked over 70 people. That's a lot of people. 70 people want to network with me. Even though I, I had no idea what I was doing there for the what I was doing there in Denver for the first day. I had no idea. And so but they wanted to learn what I, w- I was trying to do. And I told everybody, sports podcast, talk about football, basketball, baseball, on the athlete's perspective, this is, what it, this is what my podcast is. And they said, cool. You know, other people have podcasts as well. I think, uh, I can't remember other people's podcasts, but I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm still going through them right now. And I'm still learning what I, still, I'm still learning them, learning them throughout. So, but the only regret that I did not make is is when you network, you start to drink a lot. Okay, when you drink a lot, and you come back the next the, the next week, like today, today was, was my first hardcore workout in a long time, like ever since. Uh, Let's see. I mean, I worked out th- uh, Saturday, this this past Saturday, but I'm gonna say around the 16th. No, no, the 17th was the last time, last time I uh, I was working out working out hardcore. So the 17th was the last time I worked out hardcore, and I and let me tell you something, man. It is not fun coming coming back from uh, from drinking a lot. I mean, I was not. I was not drunk, but it was a lot of drinking and a lot of, you know, less eating, a lot of drinking. So I felt that for like the last week or so. And and today was just, oh my gosh, today was horrible. But I'm back in the groove. I'm back. I'm back in town and I'm trying to get myself together. I I, I mean, it took me a while to prepare for this podcast, honestly, because I had because I had a lot, a lot of stuff to recap on. You know, a lot of people give me their business cards, and I've been going through them for the last three days, signing up this, signing up that, calling, trying to text people here, trying to text people there. I'm still going through it to the point where I have to go do this. I have to do this full time. I got to do this full time. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. And so, so forgive me if 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 I miss if I miss anything possible today because like I said your guy was out last week and trying to learn everything of what podcast is all about and actually making a difference so so that was my week last week uh the weekend what wasn't that bad too you know like I said I was just in I'm I'm in recovery mode so it's gonna take me another week to get myself together just in time for the foot for the NFL season so 
there was a Cowboys game that was played on sun, Saturday, Saturday. I didn't I didn't really get into the Seahawks game because I know I, I at that time I was preparing for my my flight to go out of town. But I did watch I did I did listen to the game though. I did not watch the highlights, but I did wa- watch the game. I did I watched this game, the Raiders game. And I saw a lot of guys that try so hard to get to make this football team. Any football team in the NFL. Because today is the day that it's an emotional day for players. It's an emotional day for guys that have not made the, the have not made an NFL roster that today could be their lucky day. Some today there's other guys that are are panicking right now. Because they may not make the roster, but they've done everything they can. They've done everything what they asked to do. And they gave it their best, but they may not make it. And so I think by 3 o'clock today, they got, every team's got to have their 53-man roster. And I'm going to tell you, it's not fun. It's not fun being the odd man out. It's not. It's not fun. Because you got to understand, players put their hearts and soul into this. And all of a sudden, it's just, it's like, it's not, it's not, it's like they don't want you. It's just, there, there is a better, that player was a little bit better than the others. There's always opportunities. There's always is. Some guys may not play football again. Some guys may go into a different route. Or some guys may play in in, in the, uh, what's it called? The uh, other football leagues, arena or, um, I can't remember the other ones. Um, but there's, there's two other football leagues that the NFL is not associated with. But that's a long time. Because that, that, those are spring football things, and you're trying to play right now. So it it'll be an emotional day, but I'll but let me get through this because I I want to I want to talk about this game in general, and I want to talk about Will Greer's impact. So number one, Will Greer, this is his last game in a Cowboys uniform. Twenty nine for thirty five, three oh five yard passing, two touchdowns. He carried the ball 10 times for 53 yards and, a touch, and two touchdowns. Great audible play caller. He was poised. Remember, Dak called this game. And Dak, you know, he put up 31 points. This is perfection. Dak called the perfect game. <laughs> the quarterback called the perfect game. Can't you believe that? Your offensive corner is, the, is your number one quarterback on the team, and he's calling the plays for the last preseason game to see what see if you know the playbook or not so I think I think the Cowboy I think Mike McCartney did that because he wants Dak to be fully controlled of the playbook which I don't mind that at all I've been saying on this show Dak should be full fully involved in the playbook call his own plays call his own number not listen to a headset not listen to Kellen Moore or Mike McCartney give him plays through a headset. I mean, they may give him instructions, but at the same time, I want Dak 
to call his own place, just like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers calls his own place all the damn time. And I'm pretty sure the Jets will do the same thing for Aaron Rodgers. Now, if somebody does not fit, they'll come together and try to fix it. But anyways, Will Greer had a solid career. You know, you talk about a guy that was on the scout team, scouting the other quarterbacks. I remember that iconic, before that, I remember the iconic touchdown run that he had. It was West Virginia versus Texas in Austin, which West Virginia won that game, by the way. That was very iconic of him to do that. And he was a transfer at that time. That was in 20, I think it was 2018, 2019 that happened. So, well, you can't, you can't fuck the man for, you can't, it's tough. It's tough that he has to go out this way. But I want to play a clip of his last moments his last moments as a Dallas Cowboy. Let's play that clip, please. What's up, guys? What's up? I'm good. Yeah, we won, we won the, the game. game. I told you, this is the one thing we hadn't done. Um, yeah, mixed emotions. Um, but um, I thought it, thought it went well. What was kind of your mindset coming into tonight, knowing that kind of a show and tell game for you but also it's a bittersweet moment yeah bittersweet man i uh just close with a lot of these guys that's the that's the hardest part jerry mentioned as he was walking out of the locker room that you were pretty emotional today what, what have the last 36 hours been like for you Uh, it's been tough, but I've been through tougher stuff. Um, got a lot of respect for this organization and the Jones family. I understand that it's a business at the end of the day, and, and I respect that. And uh, the hardest part on me is just um, leaving this place, to be honest. Just um, got really close with the team, and um, that's the toughest part about what we do. Um, but, man, I've been through harder things, and I'll rebound and be just fine. I think he did a great job. It was, it was a lot of fun um, for both of us. And, um, and I just want to see him go win the Super Bowl and get everything he deserves. How motivated were you tonight to come out and perform the way that you just did? I, I mean, I was, it was up and down. I was motivated. Um, it was tough. It was, it was a weird situation. And um, I think uh, at the end of the day, I just rely on the fact that I know how to play football and I'm good at it. So I knew when the game started, I could just play football. And that's just what I did. For any other team that would be considering adding you, what would be your message to them right now? I mean, I think my play speaks for itself what I can do on the field. Um, I'm a... I'm the team first guy, and I say it to them to ask the people around me. Well, when we asked Scott last about one guy. Today, one of the things he said was that his mind was answering the question, but said, my mind's kind of with them right now, pointing at you. What does that mean? 
means a lot. He understands. He's he's part of this business, and uh, it's a business, you know. I mean, I, you know, I don't. At the end of the day, it's it's a numbers thing. It's a. Um, it's just part of the NFL. It's part of the job I signed up for. It's part of the job he signed up for. Um, like I said, I mean, it's hard. It's tough because you get close to people. But at the same time, I'm going to be just fine. Everybody's going to be fine. Thank you, guys. You know, he, he fought hard for this team. Of course, he had a bad moment. fine. But you can't, you can't disrespect a man of his effort and his will to get the job done, to fight, to fight, have a roster on this team. You know, honestly, I thought I thought he was going to be the second second quarterback. Excuse me, I thought he was going to be the second quarterback. But but when they got Trey Lance, which it was a, it was a surprise to me. It was a surprise because I. Was at the airport at the time when when the news broke. Before that, I said Trey Lance is not getting traded. He is not getting traded. And then, come to find out, he gets traded to the Cowboys. Now this is me at the airport, and I looked through my phone. And I said Trey Lance to the Cowboys for what? And then a fourth round pick comes. And I'm like, what? That's crazy. That is crazy. And I mentioned, and, and, and I wrote this. I wrote something here. I can't remember what I wrote. I wrote something. I said, uh, that, that's going to put it, that, that's going to put a, put a test on him. That, that's going to put tests on him. No, not Tesla. Him, he's gonna, he's gonna make Dak work. He's gonna make Dak work for real. I'm like, there's no safe spot in the Cowboys locker room. Well, practice field for that matter. Trey Lance is 23 years old and is poised to come in here and potentially take Dak's spot. I don't know when that will be. But I'm not saying the next two to three years. I'm not saying that. I don't think Trey Lance will play. In, 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 in well, he could. Well, let me take that back. He'll play in the preseason next season. I'm not sure in the regular season for next year. You know, if they don't resign Cooper Rush, okay, then Trey Lance is your number two. Or maybe if they do resign Cooper Rush, then Cooper Rush is number two again. Trey Lance will be number three. Can you really carry three quarterbacks on your roster? I've been hearing a lot of information saying that you can. But, oh, play that music. Sorry. So, anyways, um, I'm trying to figure out if you carry if you can carry three quarterbacks on your roster. It's so confusing to me because. One guy said you can. One guy said you can't. But Trey Lance is coming here to work. Jerry's saying that the pressure's on you to perform. 
You don't have listen. It's petty that Jerry said did Jerry didn't go to consult with Dak. It's it's petty. But at the same time, he wants to win. He's serious about winning. Trey Lance is not gonna get you over the top. He didn't do it in San Francisco. If you're telling me that Brock Purdy is going to get you to the Super Bowl over Trent Lance, you're dreaming. We didn't have a serious talk. Trent Lance he's, he doesn't even believe in himself. And I can say that. Trent Lance has been hurt. He's been hurt a whole lot. You have to understand where he is. Right now. Right now, he's on this football team. He'll make this. Well, yeah, he's on this football team. And he's your number three. Now, he's going to have the same amount of reps and practice that Will Greer had for the last, for this past season. Now, Will Greer was, I feel like he was dressed for a couple, of, well, he was dressed as a backup if Cooper Rush were to get hurt. So... You got to put that in mind. Trey Lance is not going to jump to number two over Cooper Rush. That's not going to happen on the Cowboys' base. It may happen on other teams, but it's not going to happen with Trey Lance or Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is going to be the number two quarterback on this team. So let's talk about his impact here. Will Greer, we wish you the best. I feel like you're better than than most of these teams' number ones. And I can pinpoint that to you. I, I think you're better than Daniel Jones. I think you're better than the Washington quarterback and Sam Howell. Sam Howell got that job because they, they didn't trust in Jacoby Brissett. Or they didn't, they didn't even have any other quarterback to lean on. Will Greer can easily make the Washington Commanders. Easily. And be their starter day one. Sam Howell needs time. He don't have that time. I felt like Ron Rivera was, was rushed a little bit. He was rushed just a little bit. You had veteran Jacoby Brissett on the bench. This man would never start in the NFL. Never. But they give it to Sam Howell, and God knows what he's going to do. But he was on my breakout list. So I, 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 I anticipate him in breaking out. The one guy in the room that doesn't believe. <laughs> That's not me. That's not me. You know where, where I ride. But let's talk about Trey. But like I said, Wilgur is better than any of these quarterbacks in the league. I just named you two. Maybe there's another one. Maybe a Kirk Cousins. He's better than Kirk Cousins, okay? If you want a player that extends the pocket, Will Greer's your guy. And I would advocate for him to be on, on an NFL roster this coming season. Whatever you do with it is your fault is your problem now. So let's talk about Trey Lance's impact. Now Trey Lance is on this football team. They gave up a fourth for him. Interesting. And then I asked the question. Could he replace Dak in two years? 
Could Trey Lance replace Dak as a starting quarterback for the Cowboys in two years? So that means in 2025 or 2026, we'll have a new quarterback at the helm, which will be Trey Lance. Remember, I did not say Cooper Rush. I said Trey Lance. Man, that's going to be a long time. I I can't do it. I, I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can suffer. I don't know if I have the energy to trust in Trey Lance in two years. I don't know. Dak has that Dak is the pressure is on you. You don't these guys don't believe in pressure. They don't believe in pressure. Dak didn't have to go and, and, and be nice to the media and say and say these things about Trey Lance about his newest teammate. He didn't have to. I wish I had that audio, but I didn't have time to to look at it. But I will read it and listen to it. But that should have a chip on your shoulder, Dak, that says, hey, this quarterback here could take my job away at any time. At any time. I mean, most most fans will celebrate, but... I'm not celebrating because I want to see the progress grow. I want to see Dak take that next step. I want to see it this season. I'm hopefully for this season, but, you know, again, we're always going to be in the same spot. We're going to make the postseason. We're going to either be out in the first or the second round. We haven't gone to the NFC Championship game. And it's, once again, the Eagles will be there. They'll win and possibly win a Super Bowl. We don't want that. And honestly, to me, I don't think the Eagles are, are going to the Super Bowl this year. Hey, I think I think we're the best team in the NFC East. If you ask me. With or without Trey Lance, our quarterback this, this season. He, he's not going to play. He's going to be inactive every game until there's an injury. And I don't think Dak will get injured again. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So Trey Lance is on this football team. Let's hear from Ryan Clark, please. No, he doesn't need to have a conversation with Dak. No, he doesn't need to run it by him. And yes, for the next five months, Jerry Jones is going to expect Dak Prescott to lead this team. And you know what Dak Prescott should use this chance or use this opportunity to do? Go lead the team in spite of. He should he should walk into that locker room, embrace Trey Lance, and while embracing Trey Lance, let everybody in that locker room know that I'm still here. Let everybody in that not locker room know I'm still present. I am still the guy. That's what Dak Prescott has to do. This is for us to talk about. And it is because it's fun and, and it's confusing because normally what we know is but that, that the quarterback, especially when he is the guy, is in lock. It is dumb, but it's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones ain't tripping on what we think is dumb. Jerry Jones is going to do what Jerry Jones wants to stink and do. So I, I agree with that. We're on the same page. I don't think that that I don't think that Jerry has to go to Dak and console him and say, "Hey, we're going to bring Trey Lance on this team." I don't think that's going to happen. So 
they're sending a message and that message is that person is going to take your spot in two years or at any time possible. Number three, where do these players fit? Hunter Lemke. He had a game against the Raiders, 15 carries for 58 yards. He had five receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown. He really wants to make this team. He really wants to make this team. But I don't think the Cowboys are going to implore a fullback at this time right now. So I don't know where he fits. Josh Butler is the other one. Josh, Josh Butler, Butler played cornerback in this game. He was six. He had six tackles, two pass breakups. Basically playing center field the whole entire time. He made plays all around the field. So... So now it gets to my number four one. I'm jumping ahead. So it gets to my fourth one. Cowboys players. Do we stay or do we go? Remember, today is the day for the deadline. Kelvin Joseph, Junior Fajoko, Will Greer, Ronald Jones, David Durden, who is injured. Jabir Cox. Jabir Cox. That... uh, those are the players I have I have leaving. You're surprised at Jabir Cox. I need to see more of him. I need to see where he, he, he plays on this field. Standard linebacker. Was he playing the dime defense? Or what what are specialties? Where where does he play on the field? Another player I want to I want to tap on into is Kelvin Joseph. So Kelvin Joseph, he played he played well in spurts. He played well. Um, I just hate the fact that he went he went through some maturity issues last season when he was hanging out with his boys and all that stuff. I I hate that for him. But it seems like. It seems like he's focused on football. It seems like he 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 wants to come back on this team and say, you know what, I'm all in. I'm all in. But the team thinks the team may think otherwise. And you can say all these things. But I don't but the past won't won't reflect you, Kelvin. I think other guys on this team other guys on this team have a better shot at your position. It's just that the Cowboys are, are going to say bye to you and they, they expect you to make progress elsewhere. I mean, again, you're young. You have to learn. Everybody else thinks that they're not, they're not, everyone thinks that, hey, we're, we're, we're the best for this position but it's not but it's not and like I said the Cowboys won't go go through that the Cowboys won't do that they won't do that at all well those they'll send a message to you and say hey we love your play we love your we, we, we love that you bounce back but go make your play elsewhere and I don't know what other team can, can can look at him in 2023, not 2022, and say, you know what, we want this football player on our team. 
And honestly, I don't, I don't think Kelvin Joseph will fit in a in a practice in a practice uh, in a practice squad role. He played last season, season. So you're telling me if you play for the Cowboys and you get released and then you sign to the practice squad, and now you're on the practice squad, even though you played majority of the games last season at on special teams and cornerback. Jerry had see Jerry Steven had your back last season. They say, you know what, we're gonna look past this. And become the best man, best athlete you can be. And Calvin has done that. I gotta give him props for that. But again, if you get released today, the Cowboys are sending a message saying, hey, we need you to be a man. We need you that. We need you in 2022 to become a man and not hang out with guys that have no meaning in your life. You got to cut them off at some point. I mean, if they're not leveling it up as you, they're not going after goals as you, then you got to cut them out. This is why I went to 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 the podcast conference last week because not one person, not one person looked looked at me past uh, as being a podcaster. Well, I'm sorry, no, no one, not one person looked looked at me looked at me past the well before a podcast or something else in that matter. I mean, they asked me questions about my height and about my sporting um, career and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I get, I get the same answers all the time. I'm still playing basketball. I'm tall and all that stuff. Yeah, same answers. But you got a room filled with podcasters. They expect you to do a podcast. So... That's the room I want to be in. And they make money off it. They make six figures, six or seven figures off what they're doing. And I want to be there where they're at. I don't want to be lesser of somebody. Those days are done for me. That was, those, are, those were in my 20s. I'm in my 30s now. I'm done, I'm done going backwards. And Kelvin Joseph, you're only 23, 24 years old. But at the same time... You're on an NFL roster. It's time to put the past behind. It's time. Put the past. Focus on the future. And I do hope you get picked up by somebody else. I do hope so. It just probably won't be the Cowboys. Those are the players I have gone. What I have staying is Hunter Lemke, Jalen Tolbert, Jalen Proper practice squad, Eric Scott, Dante Flower, Fowler, Ben Bonego. So Eric Scott is interesting because most most guys had had him off the team. I have him on because the Cowboys risked their fifth, I think their fifth round, sixth round pick to get this get this guy. And now he gets released. So do you get that fifth round pick back? I'm just asking a question. I don't know these answers. So that's very interesting that most people will say Eric Scott's gone. 
uh, first of all, where, where, where is he going to play? Yeah, I can understand putting him on the practice squad, of course. But if he's gone, gone, well, where is he going to play on anybody's roster? On anybody's roster. I look at Jalen Tolbert, and Jalen Tolbert is the it, it could be could could make a noise. I look at uh, I look at Hunter Limke. The reason I said Hunter Limke because Hunter Limke runs hard. He's built like a fullback, but running is his style. And even though Tony Parler is the main back on the team, I do I don't know. That's this is tricky for me. So many guys. Gave it at all in that game against the Raiders. It's tough making these decisions. So Hunter Lemke may either accept a release or be on the practice squad. Which is being on the practice squad is not a bad thing. I'm not saying I'm not trying to disrespect the practice squad. He can still get to go to practice, he still get paid and all that stuff. But at the same time, you never know when your numbers are gonna get called, whether the Cowboys are from other from other teams that need players. Dante Fowler, I don't see them getting rid of because Dante Fowler is a traditional linebacker, and you need traditional linebackers. You do have Jabril Cox, but Dante Fowler needs to be on the field at least 70% of the time. I was very surprised he didn't play in the preseason because I thought, okay, this is a this is a time for him to get a step up on things. But I guess the Cowboys saw that, hey, you know, we're resting him for for football reasons. So we'll see what happens. If I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, then who knows? So the goal is to, my goal is to keep six wide receivers. So if I can name them off the top of my head, I'm gonna name them. CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Ben uh Brenda Cooks. I almost call him Ben Cooks. I don't know where I got Ben Cooks from. Um Jalen Tolbert, Simi Fihoko, and Jalen. So many Jalen's. Um, what's that seven round pick's name? I can't remember his name. That's my six wide receivers. Um, three quarterbacks Trey Lance, Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott, obviously. Dak Prescott is one starter. Cooper Rush is second. Trey Lance will be third. So I do think the Cowboys will not carry all three quarterbacks on game day. I think they'll just carry two and have the emergency backup. So to me, I when I read when I heard the rules, I thought that okay, if your starting quarterback is hurt, your other quarterback comes in, but then again, if they have a healthy inactive third quarterback, that quarterback can go get dressed and get ready to play potentially. See, I, I I don't know. I gotta I gotta go talk to somebody about about these rules because I'm like, if he if God forbid if that gets hurt, Cooper Rush comes in, then Trey Lance is your is your backup to Cooper Rush. So that means not only the season will fail, Cooper Rush. Is jumping into spot duty at the, last, the very last moment. So this is interesting for me. And there's six D backs. And so 
That's my list. Number five, the final take. Are the Cowboys ready to make an NFC crown a run? Is this the year, Jerry? Is this the year that they make a run? Is this it? Can we make a run? What do we have to do to get there? We got to run the ball. We got to have our receivers intact. We got through two and a half thousand yards receivers. And I say two and a half because Michael Gallagher could, could, could be one. Dak has pressure all over it. Yes, Dak missed six games last year. Cooper Rush led the team on a four and two run. I think it was four and two one. Four well, five and one. One of those records. Then now you have Trey Lance coming in. Embrace it. The running back room is deep, guys. We got six running backs who can easily make the roster. Deuce Vaughn included. Deuce Vaughn could be your number two. He could easily be your number two. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Brandon Cooks all should have special seasons. So that means all should have a thousand yards receiving. C.D. Lamb and, and Brandon Cooks, I see having a thousand yard receiving season. Michael Gallup will be the odd man out. If the Cowboys do average 30 points a game, which is very capable, then all three will have their 1,000 yards. All three of them. The defense will be legit. They'll be top five. So there's no issues there. Micah Parsons gets to the quarterback like crazy. We got Mason Smith, Mozzie Smith, bowling through the line. You just have to, I think, I think for Mozzie, I think you got to give him until at least week three, week week four. See the real Mozzie Smith. Make sure that he makes a real presence. So anything after week three, we'll see the more dangerous toughness of Mozzie Smith. So, and then Sam Williams. Talk about another guy growing up. Sam Williams has to grow up. I don't know what is going to happen. The NFL may suspend him. They may not. But more than likely, he's going to get suspended. More than likely. And nobody's talking about it because we're focusing on trying to see who makes the roster, who's going to make this move, who's going to make that move. So Sam Williams, Sam Williams may get suspended once once they look at the case and everything else. So I didn't even get really get into what he did because again, it was at the time where I was on vacation. So, but I I heard the story of what he did though, and it's not right. It's not cool. So the man needs some growing up to do. So I will make that question. I'll ask that question next week. Did the Cowboys make a run for the Super Bowl and all that stuff? <laughs> Do they, what is their win total? So when back in the summer, when Gabe was here, we talked about their win total. I'm going to pull that up again. And let's see where we're at. I, you know, to play on the field, I honestly think they're a 12-win team, but I want to answer that question next week. Overall, 
I just want to tell the players out there that are nervous as F right now. It's going to be okay. As long as you look at look at the man in the sky, it's going to be all right. I look at it every single I look at the man and I, I pray to him every single day that he's going to be all right. Y'all y'all going to be all right too. Keep working hard, keep striving because you never know what will happen. Think things in this world will happen real quick, so fast. So So we'll see what happens today. And hopefully I'll have an update for you guys when that when that when that 53 man roster comes out and I'll tell y'all what I think of it. Alright guys, so that's it for the Cowboys stuff. Uh the Cowboys went one and two in preseason play. So Dak and the rest of the starters did not play in any preseason game. So now we're going to see a fully healthy offensive line and a, and a fully healthy Dak to lead us to the first game to, against the Giants in the Meadowlands on September the 10th, I think. Yeah, that's September the 10th. So we'll see what happens. I'm intrigued now. I'm intrigued to see what happens. Maybe that will be our run to the championship. Who knows? But let's win these games first, game by game by game. Come back talk about it game by game by game then whatever happens happens alright guys that's it for the Cowboys talk but coming up next let's talk about college football there's previews let's preview California versus North Texas I may go to this game let's talk about it next it's Fitzgerald's Radio's Beyond the Game
down. If I tell you, say I love you, no day for me, young girl. Oh, young girl. No, tell me, no, 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 oh, 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 Back to Beyond the Game podcast. Um, hey, welcome back, everyone. I've been talking to Aaron, so I think Aaron's ready to go. Because I usually said one third, but if she's ready. Then let's do it. She's back. So Aaron Sky has a podcast called Div Blues Divas. She, okay, I'll keep talking. Uh, she has a podcast ball called Blues Diva. She was here, I think she was here back in July. June and July, went on those months. And it was an awesome interview. We talk about, oh, June. Because we talk about college baseball. So, she was here back in J- June. And, um, and, uh, we'll, um, and we, uh, and we're excited to have her back. So, once we get her in the line, then uh, we'll, she'll be, she'll be on. But she was here talking about uh, mascots. Interesting enough, because the college football started, college football in whole entirely, it started next weekend. So now you saw the basic games. I saw USC, San Diego, San Jose State play. It was a blowout, and then I then I didn't see much else. So it was it was a light college football weekend last weekend. Now, this weekend on through the end of November, it's going to be a bunch of college football games throughout, and we'll be on this episode, on this podcast, reviewing them, well, most of it. So, so we'll see, we'll see where it goes, Um, but I'm interested in talking to her. But let me let me preview my California versus North Texas now. Cal's playing North Texas. This is football. I don't know again. I don't know why they call it that Chew Stadium. You know, it was Apple G for a long time. Now it's that Chew. I don't understand. So now we're gonna call it that Chew. Do you know how many memes? You can you can make a make fun of at that stadium. I don't know who comes up with this crap. I don't know. That true stadium. Man, let's go to the That True Stadium. Let's go watch football at That True. <laughs> Interesting. But anyways, uh, my preview. This is me saying. Quarterback play, 
We got Sam Jackson, the fifth, starting at quarterback. Capiz was Ben Finley and Fernando Mendoza. Now, those guys can play because, you know, it's the first game and you're trying to fill everyone out. Sam Jackson, the fifth, is 5'11", 195 pounds. He's a redshirt sophomore. Chancellor to TCU. He can run and throw the football. So now, that that was a hard transition because you know you're, you're not going to get the starting job. So... So why not just transfer to California? Go go to that Pac-12 team and make make ways over there. And that's what he did. And now he's the starter for your for the California Bears. Now California is still in the in the back in the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is dismantling as we speak. We got ACC uh, presidents talking to talking to Stanford they're talking to um, SMU and they get one other team about joining their conference so it'll be an 18 team conference they're still having con- they're, they're, they're going to have a conversation at some point California will still be in that conversation at some point yeah, in any other league it's just how these things are built so, anyways, so, um, so, anyways, um, so this is interesting. So, most people have California four and eight. I have, I mean, me personally, I don't know this team. I, I I I'm when I always think about the Pac-12, I always think about Oregon, Oregon State. Uh, I always think about Arizona, Arizona State. I always think about those schools. I don't really think about California as much because I don't see California as a, as a big time football and basketball program. So, and when I think about California, I always think about their professional teams. I don't really dive into the well. Actually, I. I do. I dive into USC and UCLA because they have the best football programs in the man in, in the state of California. So, anyways, um, this is going to be a tough. This this is going to be interesting this season for California. They have them going five wins. Me personally, I, I don't know their schedule. <sighs> Consider if I guess your last year your conference. I'm going to I mean I'm going to say at least four wins for you guys. Four wins. So now North Texas. I'm going to give you my win prediction. Win, win, I'm going to give you my win 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 prediction coming up. Stone Era is your starter for this game and he, he has the most experience on the team. Chandler Rogers will play but he could be the starter if the, the team does well in the, in their drives. He's he's a transfer from Louisiana Marone. Remember, we talked about him in the offseason. Remember that. And so, the Stone Errors and Chandler Rogers' ability to play quarterback for North Texas, we never had a running, well, we had running quarterbacks. But the toughest runner was Mason Fine. That was back in, like, 2015 to about 2019. Again, we're, we're never going to get that back. 
I mean, I need I seen Chandler Rogers run a little bit, but Stone Earth run a little bit a lot. So I do think they're gonna run a, a lot of read options for him. Lots of it, lots of it, lots of it. I'm like, why are you running read options for for Stone Earth? We need Stone Earth to throw the football. We need to know if he can throw the football or not. If he can throw the football, that would be great. If he can't, then it's gonna be an issue. It's gonna be an issue. If he if you're if he's your starter moving forward, you gotta be able to run and pass it. That's the college football way. You can't just be a full on runner unless you're gonna move positions to be a running back and be and come into the game as being a read option. You just can't do it. You just can't. So I expect the Bears to run the ball. I want them. They'll they'll throw it short. North Texas, on the other hand, I'm going to say their defense will come in as zone. So they'll play a lot of zone defense. So basically, the middle middle of the field will be open because nobody on this team can't tackle. We had the one problem that we had was. The middle of the was sustained drives. So a lot of people, a lot of teams were getting a lot of drives, 10 plus drives. And when you get 10 plus drives against North Texas defense, you're winning the ball game. You are winning the ball game because North Texas will be on their heels on defense and they'll be either running the ball or throwing the ball behind your neck. But then again, North Texas did tackle well last, last year. I'll give them that. They did tackle well. It's just finishing. It's, it's the finish part that they couldn't get over. So this will be an interesting season for this team. As long as I'm not... They, they take care of their players. They do. But I'm not going to sit here and say this team's legit. They're not. They're not. They are not legit. Excuse me. They're not legit. I'm going to say this team needs a lot of work. Like, they have Calvary winning this game. So, you're probably going to see on the bottom line when you watch ESPN, 75% chance to win the game. Those percentages will change day by day. could go as high as... 85%, 90%, 95%. North Texas won't have a chance. I thought, you know, on paper, North Texas wins this game. On paper. But on the field, I'm going to give it to California. I think California is going to come in here and dominate. And that's what we want. That's what we want teams. not, Not necessarily what we want. But we, but we want to compete against the best. And California is not the best in that conference. They're the best in North non-conference. They're not there in the Pac-12. So to me, to me personally, I'm going to say North Texas win. North Texas gets about at least five wins. They have four and a half. I'm going to say I'm I'm right there with them. Five wins. Five wins with this ball club. I think in, in a newer conference, the expectations are high, extremely high. 
Uh, there's no bowl this year for North Texas, I don't think. So, because the, la- the last six, seven, seven bowls have been a failure. And, and the team's regressing. Regressing back into his old way. So, i never seen a... I, so, I would say my years of watching and listening to North Texas football, I do think... I look at this team as as a 20... Back in the 2016-2017 era. Teams. We were just bad. We were just terrible. But we made plays. We 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 made it fun. It's just we were terrible. And I don't and I and I don't like being embarrassed at home. Cause I feel like this game may be a blowout. Maybe a blowout. So <clears throat> So, I, I just, this game has Confler all over it. I think the main play will be the big plays, which North Texas gave up a lot of. But I think if California has like two or three big plays in this game, watch out. It's over after this. <laughs> it's, it's literally over after this. But... Let me tell you about going to the game. So going to the game, I may, may not go to the game. This game's on ESPNU. Of course, yeah. Fine. That's good. I like that. I like I like I like those games to be on I like for us to be on TV. It's not national TV. Nobody's watching ESPNU these days. Who's watching ESPNU? Nobody. The college students are. But not nobody my age is. We're watching ESPN, ABC, FS1, or even not even ESPN, FS1, for that matter. We're watching that because that that is the time that TCU plays Colorado. So we're watching Fox. You know, I thought about going to that game too. So I'm in a pickle now. Do I go to Colorado versus TCU or do I go to California versus North Texas? Because that that Colorado and TCU will have more interest than California versus North Texas. And they're here. They're here. And everybody, 20,000 North Texas, UNT North Texas students, fans, alumni, will go to that game instead of going to the Colorado versus TCU you know why? Because they're North Texas fans. And honestly, I'm a North Texas fan too. I would like to go to that game. But I just thought of something. I, th- I thought about going to TCU, watching Co- Coach Prime, Coach Colorado. I'm just there to to watch college football for the first time in 2023. I'm just there. I don't care about the, the team. I don't care about what TCU has. I feel like TCU is going to go backwards this year. So is Colorado. I mean, you got to give Coach Prime time. You give who feeds who, who you give um, the Auburn coach time. I'm pretty sure if he loses one, if he wins one game in the SEC, you're going to have him higher for the next two to three years. But yeah, everybody will cut will come up come for his head. Everybody. And I'm still mad at that to this day. But anyways, I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not going to get into that. 
what I'm trying to say, I'm making a decision here. Either I go California, North Texas, or Colorado versus T. I'm pretty sure it's 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 it's, it's packed. I'm pretty sure the tickets are sold out. I'm pretty sure of that. I am. I'm pretty sure of that. But leads me to say I gotta go to California versus North Texas. Hopefully that 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 is a is a game for of a North Texas victory. I hope so. If not, then we'll, then the whole season, I'm I'm not looking forward. I'm not looking forward to to talking about a loss next week. Well, actually diagnosing a loss next week. I'm not looking forward to this at all. Period. I'm sorry. I, I I just can't. I can't. I can't look forward to these things, man. I just can't. I I just I just have no interest. I have no interest at all. So, with that being said, everyone, we got a game on Saturday. Who is Eric Morris' first one? Of a near error. Who comes out of the top? Who needs more work? It remains to be seen. Now, guys, you know, I was trying to get my guests on the line, so um, I guess we'll take a break. And coming up next, we'll uh, have our guests. Aaron Scott's coming back. Talk about mascots, and let's talk about the college football in its entirety. We're going to talk about that next. Is Fitzgerald's Radio Beyond the Game? You know this. Tougher than a lion. Ain't no need in trying. I live with a scotch. Yep, you know this. Never lying. Truth teller. That Rihanna rain just won't let us. All black on. Black town shades. Black town Maybach. I'ma rock this shit like fashion. As in going to the same stop. In my runway never looks so clear. But the hottest bitch in heels right here. No fear. I'm getting my fly on, sincere. I see you in my pedestal. I 
Listen up, man. What do you want, man? My girl just caught me. You made her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. But who? The girl next door, you know? I don't know what to do. So it wasn't you. All right.
Thank you. 
Welcome back to Behind the Game Podcast. Yes. Uh, Fishbowl Radio. So, we're having issues with Aaron Scott on the line. I got to give credit to Angelo over here. He's doing a great job. He's doing a fabulous job. And I mean that. I mean that for real. So, he he did all he can. I'm not going to worry about it. (laughs) But if you ever want to be on this show... Please, 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 please be available. I know down the line in the future, I've been thinking of some things of, of like either changing the time or adding a second episode during the week, but that's down the line sooner rather than later, right? Yes. So please be available. These guys do a fabulous job trying to call y'all, trying to prepare everything beforehand. 24 hours in, in advance. Like, come on now. Be respectful. But anyways. But I want to talk about this game last last night. 
the only game that was in the WNBA space that was on last night. So the Aces versus the Liberty. And let me tell y'all something about the Aces, okay? I want to read y'all what I said last night about these players that the Aces are not. The Aces will have trouble moving forward if they don't correct this. So Sydney Coulson, she rarely plays. Probably like played like at least maybe 10 or 11 games. And I'm not making a joke here. That's her time. She had 3,003 minutes. Playing aggressive, like, dude, you, 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 you come in hot. You have to slow down. You cannot pick up 3,003 minutes. That, 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 is, that is a lot. In three minutes, really? What impact did you make last night? What impact did you make last night? You can't sit here and tell me that you're the best defender on the team. Now, granted, you'll be a great assistant coach when you're done playing all this stuff. But, but, this is not the time right now to pick up cheap fouls like this. Number two, Kaylin Clark. Kayla Clark. She has no identity on the team. To the point where Becky has played her less. Less and less. I remember a game against the Dream. I think it was like two weeks ago. Well, no, I'm sorry. It was last week, I think. Yeah, it had to be two weeks ago. So two weeks ago, she played. And she did well. She she scored a basketball. She did well. It's just that over the last few days, she has not played well. And Becky Hammond's rotation is weaker at this point in time. Because you don't have a solid bench. I was looking for the Rukana Williams uh, on the court of last season. Now, remember, Rukana came in and got her 11 to 12 12 points. That prevailed the Aces to victory. And that's that's one of the reasons why they won the finals. Because you got to have role players. You can't have your your starting five leading you. Becky has to figure this out. And unfortunately, time is running out. That's why I said these next two weeks will be crucial. Because you have to figure out who your rotation. Who's going to be there? Who's not going to be there? Who can you trust on to give you 10 points a night off the bench? Isn't... Oh, she's on? Oh. Let's go then. Let's go. <laughs> I have never had this much problem. Oh my goodness. Oh man, it's, it's, it's... I've been going through system preferences, Skype preferences. I'm just like, luckily, I did not throw my new MacBook Pro your, across your, your the room. MacBook Pro. <laughs> and the last last one it was like take from my dead hand uh-huh. but the screen was going out on me so because i needed my usb <laughs> input to go to my old audio for uh, my oral history and my interviews of let's say mascot people <laughs> 
or my blues people, <laughs> or even now I'm thinking about doing a podcast about just, well, fingers crossed, I'd uh -huh. like to talk to, um, well, you're in Texas, Nolan Ryan, yes. and just do movie baseball podcast. Movie baseball so, yeah. podcast. We got a lot in the you know, brain all over the place. Bing, 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 bing. I see. So, yeah. Wow. So, bring it on back. <laughs> Pull it back for me. <laughs> so, uh, mascots. Mascots mascot. were the first thing, and it started in 2007. Okay. Via Skype when Skype wasn't this hard. I started using Skype back in 20... But back in 2015, and and I, I didn't even know I didn't even know how to use it until I, I got to to the studio back last year. So so I didn't even know. I'm jealous you have a studio. I'm like recording out of the the smallest and quietest place because you know I'm in Savannah right now uh -huh. in the historic district. So I'm. Everything's loud and nothing. Right. I'm in my closet. <laughs> Hopefully, nothing. Yeah, and I mean, wow. reporters at NPR half the time uh -huh. they would record with on their bed with sometimes with sheets over them. So luckily, I haven't had to do that. So <laughs> no wonder. But I still get hot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, well, I appreciate you taking time to come back. <laughs> I didn't get to hear what y'all were saying before, though. <laughs> no, I, no, I was just, I, I was just rambling on about football and then basketball, and then, and then you came on. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Let's talk about this. What's this girl doing? <laughs> and we're hunkering down, waiting for a hurricane to happen here in Savannah. So, oh. yes, it's getting all interesting. People are freaking out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's that season, right? It's that type of season, right? Everything's going to be moved to the games are going to be moved. Everybody's going to be packing early. They're trying to get the games on so that they, so that they can get home and be safe. It's that type of season. Well, you know, the Savannah Bananas, uh -huh. excuse me, the Savannah Bananas yeah. are like, as my friend says, mm -hmm. the Harlem Drobe Trotter of <laughs> baseball now. Okay. And if you look on my Facebook page, which you tagged me on, yes. I did an interview right before mm -hmm. the man told and announced uh -huh. that, because they were a farm league team, yes. they announced that they were going to make their own game up. I was very disappointed because, what? as you know, Nolan Roy and everything, I'm very ex a baseball girl. Uh -huh. uh, people are freaking out because they scout tickets. Tickets are $25. You get hamburgers, unlimited amount, base, hot dogs, whatever. And are here at Grayson Stadium in Savannah. Elsewhere, you have to pay for everything. They're scalping tickets for an ungodly amount. And people are freaking out because we have may have a rain out and there won't uh, be other games. So, yes. Wow. I, did a, I did a swap. 
Because uh-huh. I had, and so luckily, I maybe I was trying to get my uh, godson, who's a triplet, mm-hmm. and I'm still looking for two more. But we may be selling those off for right. September 1st. We'll see. So, wow. but bringing it on back. I wanted to start off with, this isn't with college, but I found out this week, uh-huh. Long Island Sea, I don't know how to say this, <laughs> Siwahania in Long Island <laughs> is the latest school district uh-huh. to take steps to comply with the state's ban on Native American mascots and imagery. They're spending $3,000 uh-huh. to consult on a name change or brand rebranding. Wow. I don't know if that's too expensive or wow. too little or that, that sound, do we well, need to do an audit on that? That, that, sounds, <laughs> like, that sounds like a lot That's because you got to change. Wow. You got to change everything. The name, and then you gotta change the, the, the logo, the mascot. You gotta change everything, and that's gonna take and, and that's gonna take a while. It shouldn't happen immediately. You can't just make stuff up. I think you, I think people gotta sit down in a room and and say, hey, we we need to name our school after somebody famous, and our mascot. Uh, it can be various things. So somebody needs to sit down and plan these things instead of throwing money out that's true that's interesting interesting to me are we putting out time are we putting out pizza for people for a you know group to sit down I don't know (laughs) you might as well (laughs) (laughs) then I know to pull it back way back in the 90s uh, when my friend was still and then it moved to LA a Native American playwright I met a playwright who of course was Native American and a playwright he loved wearing his Cleveland brown uh, Cleveland you gotta help me Indians yes thank you he wore that hat all the time he said I'm proud of it he's like yeah it's a conversation starter so you know it depends on who you talk to whether you know everybody's giving themselves an attaboy on the back you can't right. see it by visually, you know, <laughs> by uh, changing the name or not. And how far do we go with that is another question. Ooh, well, you know, you know, the guardians and the commanders changed their names, so I, so I don't know. First of all, I don't, I don't even know what what a commander is. And second of all, I don't. I, second of all, I kind of know what a guardian is, but I. I I really haven't done any research on it. I just, I just, when when they came out, I was like, okay, this is interesting. So now we got to call them the commanders and the guardians combined. That's interesting. Right. So we got to do that. So. And then with the push as well, you've got a niece or a group of people. Okay. So we're talking about Native Americans. But then you're also talking about, okay, do we change the name of the Boston Celtics, the New York Yankees, the Montreal Montreal Canadiens, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? What do we do? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, That's a tough one. Oh, gosh. Uh, Those are iconic, iconic franchises. And if you change those, then that's going to 
take away everybody that came before them. Like everybody, like everybody from John Hyrasek, Bill Russell, in basketball sense, to Paul Pierce, Kevin, yes, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, all those guys. So I think I think it's going to take it. So if you're changing, I think the players, <laughs> the former players are going to come out and they're going to vote against it. They're going to, it's going to like tarnish their legacy. Because you, you're representing, exactly. you're representing a franchise. You're representing an iconic franchise. And people, it was hard and, enough when the Dodgers left New York. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that, that, that that's something they that's that's something they can hinder on. So those comments. And even we had. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was done. We had a hard time, and many people, because I'm not an NFL person per se, right. but you know, I grew up. Well, I was going to Catholic. Well, I was going to mass, mm-hmm. and people would park at University of Dallas, was right across from Texas Stadium. What? So they would park and cross, walk across to go to the stadium mm-hmm. to you know go to the Cowboys. But you have the Cowboys and the Red. Uh, no, am I saying it right? Not Redskins. Excuse me. Uh, commanders. You got to correct me. Yeah. Commanders. But I did like the idea if they wanted to change it, I was hoping they would go with the Patriots or the Nationals to go with kind of, you know, America. But, yeah, I don't know. I kind of – aren't we in kind of a, a idea of we don't know where we're going to go with that uh, type uh, of mascot yet? That's, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. That, that I, I don't know what – type of commander you can uh, you can you, you can have someone dress as uh, I don't know about a guardian I, I feel like a guardian <laughs> will come from a video game like a, like a vi- uh, I never seen I never seen a guardian mascot before what else have I not seen I seen I mean I, if you ask the cowboys the cowboys come as like actual cowboy to stay fair, you have big techs. Um, oh, yeah. I'm about ready to go to the state fair. I do that all the time. No matter where, Illinois or Georgia. Yeah. Right. It's Octo- all of October is the state fair of Texas. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, 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 well, actually, yeah. Half, of, <laughs> half, of, half of September into Octo- early October. But I have many views on that. I have many views on that. That they need, they need to well, change for real. It's interesting. I did a little research because I knew I was talking to you today. Mm-hmm. They're also, okay, so we're talking about also the name Seminoles. There are a number of uh, schools said. that have changed their name to that. You've also got the name Warriors that they've changed to instead of. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think? <laughs> I was interested. Then you've also got Brave. Atlanta Brave. Yes. This was interesting. Siena College, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, they went from the Indians to the Saints. Okay. Now, is that politically correct in these times? Siena, Siena <laughs> College went from from the Saints. Well, sorry. Went from where? The Indians to the Saints. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and... Wow, that's, uh, that's wow. I can't read my writing on this. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, 
<laughs> I haven't had my coffee this morning. College of William and Mary. William they and Mary. went from Indians to something else. Maybe it was the Saints as well, but they did change as well. Um, I was telling you before, and we talked before this in the last podcast, Ole Miss, we had Colonel Reb. Colonel Red. Is now, Colonel, is Colonel Red still yes. There was a big backlash on Colonel Reb. Okay. I Colonel get it. Red. I get it. Oh, I get Colonel it. Colonel Reb. Oh, okay. I mean, I, but, I I just watch the game. I don't. I don't really like. Yeah. I don't really like paying we, attention. I, I pay attention a little bit because people are talking about it, but. So, I did not know that. I, yeah, I know. And I guess in transition, mm-hmm. at some point, I don't know how it worked, because I had left by that time. We were the land sharks for a couple. People were doing land sharks. And I was like, what? <laughs> but then, yeah, I know. And they're still doing land sharks. So I'm like, hey. But then in 2010, uh-huh. they voted on calling it the black bear. The black bear. And, yes. What? And yes, now I talked to a man who was on the board, uh-huh. and what is interesting is because of where and the grave is, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you, and I'll admit it, I right. did have bourbon and drank on Grave Faulkner's grave in Oxford, which was a fun night. Um, he wrote about the bear, the bear, and I am writing about also Hulk Coyer, which y'all was listeners will have to look up. He mm-hmm. created the teddy bear. We did have a lot of black bears in Mississippi, okay. so that was why they went to the black bear or tried to get it. But alumni were like, "No!" So we are just the rebels. Wow. So I don't think we have. We may have. I haven't seen on anything like ESPN or anything. Uh-huh. Somebody dressed up, but then you have probably, you know, just a rebel. There is an, asso- an official association or something uh-huh. that is, I guess, dressed as Colonel Reb on the right. Grove. And you know about the Grove, correct? The what? The Grove at Ole Miss. It's a nah, big deal. I, I, I never heard of that. Okay. Well, I think after COVID, it kind of changed. But okay. everyone was in this big community of, you know, the Grove uh, grass uh, around uh, where everyone studied and, right. you know, classes were held and buildings were. And, yes, they would tailgate even and get drunk even before <laughs> at 10 o'clock uh, or 10 a.m., excuse me, uh, you know, ESPN, you know. ESPN game day. <laughs> Game day, yes. And one sidebar I'll put on this. My teacher at the time, my mentor, said you usually got drunk and had what was famous for was chicken on a stick at a gas station. And he and his son went and had chicken on a stick at 10 a.m. And he said it felt kind of weird having it at 10 a.m. instead of at 2 a.m., 2 p.m. Sorry, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. You got it, you got it. Yeah, yep. Then I want to transition into Mississippi State. You have the Bulldogs. Okay. So we have Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. So we have Bully the Bulldog. Bully the Bulldog. Okay. Now, you remember we had one boy. I don't know if you did the research on this because I kind of threw it out to you. We had one kid a couple years back got in trouble for possibly. Yes. 
acting like yes, bully the bulldog, and he got a, yes. did he get suspended? You uh, throw that out. You well, get the toss. Well, that was uh, Eli Moore. Eli Moore. Uh, he used to play for the Jets. I don't know where he's playing at now. He could be out of the league. But uh, but I, I seen that. I seen that live. And he got a penalty. <laughs> he, he got a penalty. He got a penalty. I think that his team won the game. But he got a penalty. And then um, he got reprimanded. He was only suspended for the first half of the next game. So, and that was it. But that 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 changed his whole entire career. That that play right there. Everything was great. Touchdown until he got down, peed like a dog at Mississippi. This, this was Ole Miss against Mississippi State. That was Ole Miss. The Ole Miss wide receiver. Yeah. That's so, the egg bowl. That's Thanksgiving. Yeah. So he Tradition. so it, it it that play right there ruined his career as as a as a football player, in my mind. And that's something you it's can't get back. Yes. You can't get that back because that's going to be on for a not. long time. For a long time. Going from Bulldog, let's jump over to we've got, now I'm in Savannah, we've got the career of Ugga. We've had 11 Uggas. So University of Georgia, oh a Bulldog God. named Ugga. Okay. <laughs> Do you know anything about Ugga? I do not. Okay. So, Uga, actually, I walk near where Sonny Siler, who owned the dog at the Bulldog, mm-hmm. Uga, he used to practice law near the largest mansion in downtown Savannah. It's changed over now. So, when I walk by it and I'm on the phone with my mother, she's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm by the Ugga Mansion. But that's not what it is anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell tourists that. It's the Ugga Mansion. Uh, The Ugga has been... immortalized mm-hmm. be because of life-size bronze statues. <laughs> Uga is more famous in some ways before a game right. than, yeah, the game itself. Right. People are just excited about seeing Uga. Right. <laughs> Uga lives in Savannah still. Oh, he does? Yes. Nice. Uga... ESPN had a special on mascots. Uh-huh. This one man said, um, rating uh, mascots, he was like, I'm kind of biased because rating Ugga, I got thrown out of my hotel reservation because I wanted my you know, suite, and they said, no, that's Ugga's suite. <laughs> yes. So Ugga gets to go to, I guess it was probably Atlanta or somewhere else. Ugga gets to go to the game, and yes, the family and the dog get into Priority Hotel. Right. That's funny. Yes, and so rest in peace. We've had a number of Ugga dogs, but yes, we have Ugga, you know, the 11th now. 
Okay. Go check this out. And so, April 15th, we had our Oga 11 in 2023. April 15th. So, yes, it's official. Transitioning my research, because I told you I'd talk about this, because, you know, we talked about big techs and Texas girl. We're going to talk about, and you know this too. I know this too. What I know about. Sugar Bowl. I do. What are we going to talk about? Go for it. The LSU Tigers. The LSU Tigers. No, no, no. Ugga versus Bebo. Oh, Georgia versus Texas. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I remember that one. I remember. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I remember that. I can't remember the year, but I remember that. Uh, Twenty nineteen. I had to look it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Bevo, Bevo. I think he was. He felt intimidated by the little Uga, and then he he just kept charging. And they held him back, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Thank God there were six people there that held. That, that held Bebo back because Bebo's a, bit, a pretty strong dude. He's a pretty, he's, well, yeah. he's a strong dude. <laughs> and he, he can, and I'm like, wow, that dog could have been, oh, fuck, God forbid. Thank God. Oh, my, oh, my grandfather was a camel rancher. You'd think, not Longhorn, but still, and not in Texas, but yeah. And I think part of it was, Sugar Bowl's great anyway. I've been to Louisiana during, you know, the Sugar Bowl. Yes. Or, is that right? Yeah. Yes, and yes, um, yes, yes. they that, thought, ooh, yes. this will be a great thing before the game. We'll mm. show off this, this, <laughs> and this. And on the YouTube clip that I found, you can hear oh, the gosh. color commentator. Ooh, here we go. Left off, Aga. And they think, oh, the dog will just meet. <laughs> The cow, per se. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> going down. Well, you can't, you so, yes. can't intimidate I know it was a little aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> you can't intimidate Bebo. Bebo was polite. Let's say mm-hmm. Bebo was like all Texans right. had manners. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some do, some don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well. No, I told you. Do we have more time or no? no? Go ahead. I told you. I talked last year when I was wanting to do mascots so it was higher, harder than oh, a couple decades ago to get kids. Well, yeah, kids to talk uh, about. I talked to a woman who is ta- takes care of Mike the Tiger. Yes. With Louisiana State. Oh gosh. Mike the Tiger uh, lives on, or you can walk right past while you're going to class. Oh, lives on wow. campus. Someone has to be by his side. You can't let that tiger go. <laughs> Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> Another man on that ESPN uh, show that uh, special that I watched, he said, and I don't know what player it was, he said, yes, mm-hmm. being on another team, having Mike the Tiger coming out or seeing it on the sideline was a little t- intimidating as you Jeez. played. So, yes, Mike the Tiger at home Jeez. games may be helpful. Right. 
You also have the University of Colorado, Ralphie. Do you know about that? I do not, but I know their coach. Oh, really? I do. I do. I know. Well, you have Ralphie the Buffalo, and you have people, yes, wrangling the Buffalo, running around. I see. I see. I've seen the Buffalo. I've seen people. Yeah, you're right. I've seen that. I've seen that. And I'm like, wow. That must be fun. And, you got to be and you, fit for that. Yeah. <laughs> Running all over the field. And you also have Auburn having the Flying Eagles. Now, oh, my yes. question is, okay, in this day and time, like we talked about with last time with uh, the World Series or whatever with this and beer and, you know, all that and politically correctness. Okay, yes. so what do we do if we can't have live animals or animals at all uh-huh. or different, you know, what we talked about before, Celtics or saints or animals. animals. What kind of mascots do we have besides, um, oh, I can't think of the name of the, it's right by, uh, because I was going to throw it out to you. Sorry about this. No, it's okay. The, Live animals. Um, Grammy Museum. Uh-huh. We have the fight, fighting okra, fear right. the okra. And yeah. then we have Stanford, which is unofficial, but Stanford uses it. Right. The um, Stanford tree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and you know the Stanford tree is with the... Uh, uh, band. So oh, the yes. Stanford tree does not have an official um, uniform. Each yeah. person who is chosen to be the tree makes their own uniform. Right. So you have different types of uniform per oh, se. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's yeah. funny. So it's kind of a secret society of being the Stanford tree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this has been fun. This has been fun. <laughs> now, before we go, I want to ask you a question. Are you sure. are you ready for are you ready for college football? Am I? Let's see. Like I said, I'm such a baseball nut. Until I was getting my second master's at Ole Miss, uh, baseball, or excuse me, football used to be my season off because I did watch basketball and then it ended up being just March Madness. Okay. I And then I dated two ex-retired NFL players, so then I had to, and I had to even Google what their positions were and what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you meet the personality, you know, it's kind of like politics. It's people, the person or the policy versus the person or whatever. But uh, um, I will probably watch some stats. Okay. Um, Okay. My house looks like a hurricane right now, and I got friends coming in, and possibly there is some wind coming in right now, so I don't know what will be happening. Right. I will, yes, 
I always on my phone am watching how Ole Miss is doing, and yes. I'm watching how Southern Miss is doing. Okay. And then, of course, University of Texas. So I'll give you well, that. You know. <laughs> well, you know, they, they, you know, they got they got some interesting seasons this year. So the University of Texas, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Their last their last year in the Big Twelve. So SEC is going to be a little difficult, but. If they win the Big 12, then I will take back all of what I said. So, it is what it is. But, Miss Erin Scott, tell everybody where we can find you, ma'am. I would say kind of the brand or name is Audio Chick without the K or Audio Chic. Yes. On Instagram and Twitter and Audio Chic same thing dot net mm -hmm. but sometimes that web comes back and forth because you get yes. what you pay for <laughs> my web designer and me aren't always on <laughs> it, 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 it all works out <laughs> so you know well, and plus you know it depends what you're interested in like you said i'm all pieces 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 right now we're doing some uh blues and we'll see where else we're going right now uh okay yes so there we have it okay. and yeah let's just have some fun right now instagram right now is mm -hmm. having some fun with mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. different plates and who does their personal plates right. so yeah you might have some fun checking out how people okay think they should drive like you stole it with different right. types of personalized plates. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Well, Ms. Aaron Scott, I appreciate you so much. And once again, we'll have this conversation again at some point. And I uh, hope to see you soon. All right. You have a good one. Take <laughs> care. Take care. All right, everyone. That's it for our show today. Um, Coming up next week, we're gonna we're going to not only recap the fifty three man roster, we're gonna recap my win total and everybody else in this room that are Cowboys fans or Washington fans for that matter. We're gonna recap. We're gonna give them the, our win, win totals, and we will we will talk about some WNBA stuff, guys. So I appreciate y'all listening and watching. To be on the game podcast. I'll see y'all next week on Fishbowl Radios.